call is now being recorded. We're being recorded, Trey. We're being recorded with you. You got to lead the charge today. You got to lead the charge after what was one wild SEC football weekend. We made it to Thursday. When we're recording this, it's November 10th. Thursday, November 10th. We're going to put. Uh, you're breaking up, Trey. Wendy? Yes, I'm here, but you just broke up. But now you're back. Can you hear me now? I sure can. Well, the biggest, I'll tell you what, Trey, the biggest, craziest thing that happened, well, there was a lot of things that happened this past weekend, but what about, real quick, Liberty beating Arkansas? What's going on with this coach at Liberty? Hugh Freeze. I mean, they came out and they beat I mean, 21-19, they beat Arkansas. I just <laughs> never saw that coming. I could Wendy. not believe that Liberty beat Arkansas. Wendy. could not believe it. Wendy, yeah. can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, I can hear you. Okay. You're telling me after one of the biggest college football weekends, you're going to lead off with Liberty beating a mediocre Arkansas team. Yes, but the reason I started off with it is I was afraid we wouldn't get to it because so much other crazy stuff happened. But it is crazy that Hugh Freeze has figured out how to beat an SEC team at Liberty. Him and Jesus, they did it. They did it. They beat the SEC. So really excited about that. But, I mean, Trey, where do we want to start? Do we want to start the Alabama-LSU debacle or <laughs> or the Tennessee-Georgia debacle? Because they were both debacles. I mean, well, let's, absolutely insane. Let's talk about the Tennessee Georgia game first, because Wendy, honestly, Georgia just dominated Tennessee from the word go. I think Tennessee was running on a little bit of fumes, and, and Georgia is just that good right now. So Georgia dominated the game from start to finish. I will tell you one thing: last week, we, me and you both predicted Tennessee. <clears throat> excuse me, Tennessee would win because you know, for me, it was like this team was just kind of clicking on all cylinders, they had jailed and everything like that. Well, all that came to a screeching halt when they when they went and played in Athens. So um, Georgia is for real. But I did have a call from Barry that night when I put the pot out, and I had picked Tennessee. And Barry, I think Barry was upset with me. I would say he was upset because we didn't give Georgia any credit. We didn't give Georgia an ounce of credit other than their tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, when, and just BT does, they should get a lot of credit. But anyway, Barry, Barry just couldn't figure out a way Tennessee could beat Georgia, and Georgia is a machine right now. So go dogs and yeah, go Georgia, dogs just, and Barry, Georgia. you were right, you were right, Barry, you were right to be mad at us. You were absolutely right to be mad at us. Here Georgia, was my thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. My thing was though with Georgia is I hadn't seen Georgia play anybody, so it's not like Georgia's had this tough schedule all year. They're playing LSUs and Alabamas of the world. No. I mean, Georgia played Oregon, Sanford, South Carolina, Kent State, Missouri, who almost beat them, Auburn, Vanderbilt, Florida. They just didn't play anybody. They almost got beat by Missouri. So my thought was if if a second-rate Missouri can figure out how to go in there and almost beat them, then surely this guy at Tennessee can. That was truly my thought. But let me tell you something. They were discombobulated. They did not stick to their hurry-up offense. Tennessee didn't stick to their hurry-up offense. Whether they could or couldn't, don't know. But they didn't stick to it. 
the receivers weren't catching balls. He was overthrowing five or six yards every time. It just looked like a totally different team to me. And we did say that Tennessee either needed to win it or they had to play that game close. Remember, we it had yeah. to be a close game. And I think what is so disheartening for Tennessee fans is they still expected to be in the top four. And I was like, I think you maybe could have been if you didn't lose so badly. I mean, it was a bad loss. You know what I mean? So it just didn't look pretty at all. There was I don't think Tennessee did well really on any side of the ball. I was glad they were able to score that late last touchdown. But really by that point, Trey, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? It just it didn't matter that they scored that late. So very disappointing for Tennessee. Um, it, I just think they needed to play a better game, and they just couldn't, they couldn't figure out how to put anything together on Saturday. Yeah, I still think Tennessee's a really good team. I think Georgia's a good team. And Tennessee set up that if they win out, they're more than likely going to get in. Some other crazy stuff would have to happen, but I still think Tennessee might get in. All right, so that's that. Georgia wins. Georgia will never lose another football game as long as we're In the alive. history of time. <laughs> yeah, Georgia, Georgia's finished. Uh, everybody's playing for second place. So let's get to second place, Wendy. Without the Alabama-LSU game, Wendy, at night, good day of football, and here comes the Alabama Crimson Tide out to play the LSU Bengal Tigers. I mean. Wendy. <laughs> Tell me what you got. I mean, here's here's the bottom line. I said it last year. I'll keep saying it. I, I love Alabama football. I just don't know about this offensive coordinator. Trey, again, I'm going back to the play calling. I, I, I don't understand some of this play calling. You know, it didn't even look like they wanted to win at times. Um, my biggest <laughs> – my biggest issue was going for two. I just don't understand. I don't understand why we went for two, honestly, at either point, Trey. Honestly, yeah. at either point. It, that's my truth. I don't I don't care how anybody else wants to see it. I don't know why we went for two at either point, but I certainly don't know why we went for two on the last one. So I'm, I'm not going to say anything about the GOAT because Coach Saban is the GOAT. I'm tired of hearing this media this week. You know, Alabama's done, the dynasty's over, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> Dick Saban is the greatest coach of all time. We've run through about 50 or 60 coaches in his tenure. It, 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 I, this, this set of coaches that he's brought in, I'm just not sure about these coaches. I'm just not sure about them. But at the end of the day, Brian Kelly went for the win, and he won it. He went for the win, and he won it. It doesn't surprise me. I knew right when I saw him come out there for two that he was going to get it. It was just the momentum was going in their way the whole entire game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. And I'll say this. I like the way Alabama played. I mean, Alabama, so I don't know if we said the score, but, I mean, LSU ends up winning the game, I think, 32-31 to 31 with a That's two-point right. conversion to end the game. And and I kind of thought he would go for 2-2. Two, two. I didn't know if he would get it or not. You know, listen, I, what I saw is Alabama played hard. In my opinion, Alabama played hard. Um, I, I, that's what I saw. I think number 55 on the offensive line, he seemed to have some positive vibes going on, you know, because sometimes you can look at these guys and see if they're, if they're feeling it or if they're kind of down and out about it. And I thought Alabama stayed in it. And listen, Brian Kelly's a good coach. He's yeah. good on a quarterback. He put, listen, let me just say what these good coaches do. Make sure you understand this. A good coach understands what he's looking at and he can put the best people in the best position the quickest. 
Right. Some of these coaches that take them three or four games, and LSU did have some struggles earlier in the year, but eventually these really good coaches put the players that they need to in the right position and can get the most out of them, and I think that's what Brian Kelly's doing. I don't think Saban's lost it. I think it's hard to win in the SEC. I think what the more incredible thing is is how has he won so much? How has this not happened actually more? So, anyway, maybe it's a time for them to go back to the playbook and, and kind of – you know, maybe look at some different ways to play the game. But, you know, excited for LSU to win the game. I mean, they, they've got a little chance here to make a run at the at the championship. And we need to be honest with you, whoever's going to the SEC championship is going to have to play the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, absolutely. And you better watch out because they'll drop the hammer on you. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're beatable. I'm with you. I don't know if they're beatable. And it's so funny because I think one of the only one or two teams that can beat them are Alabama. And, I mean, you know, people want to say, okay, well, you couldn't beat Tennessee. You couldn't beat – okay, okay, okay. But we've got Georgia's number. We've had Georgia's number. We've been able to beat Georgia in the past. You know what I mean? I think my big thing for for me with, with Alabama football is, you know, we've won one national championship in five years. Let me explain something to everybody listening. There are programs that are still waiting for national championships. I mean, they haven't even gotten one in the history of time. So my biggest issue, though, Trey, is I hear Saban when he's coming out and he's talking, you know, the fans and the fans and the fans. What is the fix? Because you've got a prolific quarterback, and I understand it's a rebuilding year. I believe we're in a rebuilding year. I mean, we've got a lot of freshmen out there, and I think what's got Alabama fans is we're used to these freshmen like Devontae Smith. Balling out, balling out. Beauty. They're catching stuff that nobody can catch, and then here we are in a regular year, right? But I'm going to go back to something I told my brother, my brother will remember, years ago, about eight years ago. We were sitting on my mom's back porch. (laughs) Oh, my God, Wendy. What did I tell you? What did you tell me? In 10 years, we're going to have a generational gap. So you've got a bunch of kids that are going to grow up, and their parents are going to hate the University of Alabama because we beat them all this time. Uh-huh. And, Trey, that generation has just now entered the 18-, 19-year-old age. Oh Guess my what? Gosh. They don't want to come play at Alabama. I told you oh they don't want to come play gosh. at Alabama. I'm telling you, that's what's happened. You cannot beat everybody in the world for 15 years and think that that generation of kids is going to come play there. You just can't, you can't think that. So there are just as many kids, Trey, D1, five-stars, that would not touch an Alabama field because their team got beat the whole entire childhood. I'm telling you it's what's going on. Wendy, Wendy. I'm just telling you. Uh, I've been right about everything else. Oh, you've been right. (laughs) (laughs) I've been right about everything else. There's so many things that I thought I would hear on this phone conversation today. You know, because we have some of the same stuff, but – you relating this back to generational? Eight years ago. Yeah, I, th- this is the wildest turn of events I thought I think I've ever had on this call. I'm just telling you, Trey. This is how this stuff goes. So we're not dealing with every player in the country wants to come play for Nick Saban. We've also got other coaches. We've got Kirby Smart. He's a phenomenal recruiter. Kirby's a phenomenal recruiter. Obviously, he is reloading after reload after reload over there. You know, we've got Lane Kiffin down here. He's only still got one loss. (laughs) I mean, come on, guys. You know what I mean? So, and I don't even know who Auburn – oh, Trey, we should have at least said a little bit about the Auburn-Mississippi State game. Well, we can say it right now. 
No, I think it was 36 to 33. I think Auburn ends up losing, but you know, the Cadillac Williams experiment going on down there got the fans pumped up. I, for some reason, I can't really buy into it. I think they've sold out, uh, Jordan Hare for the weekend. So, you know, look for Auburn to finish up the year and, and, you know, but play don't the ball. Auburn, I watched that game for probably 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. and I thought that Auburn looked a lot better that week than they have all year. Looks like they wanted to win. It, I mean, heck, they were down three scores and came back to tie it. I mean, I, I thought offered, I thought Auburn put in a lot of effort. They didn't end up winning it, but I thought they put in a lot of effort. Leachy came in there. The Pirates came in there and figured out a way to, to, to pull it out. But a good game for Auburn, I think. Even with the loss, I still think it's a good game. So yeah. that's all I've got from that week, Trey. That's all I've got. And now, this week, good play the games. And this week, I'm still a lot of football games that are going to matter. So, Wendy, tell me what's up. What's up? Well, I want to talk about Alabama Old Miss. We've got the Alabama okay. Old Miss game at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central. What's going to happen? Let's get into it. Well, we have to win. I mean, I don't think we've had a three-loss <laughs> season. I mean, listen, I started putting up Christmas after we lost that game to LSU, so I would not get depressed, but I don't have anything in my back pocket for if we lose to Ole Miss. So, we got to beat Ole Miss for my sanity because I can't – I don't know if I can deal with the three-loss Alabama season. So, hopefully, Trey, Lane Kiffin. Trey, I don't know. They, their just running game is what scares me. They've just got such a good run game, and our defense just hasn't looked that great to me. So, unlike last week, I'm going in super cautious. I mean, I'm, I'm saying Alabama wins because I don't know if I can pull against my team. But Alabama wins. But I think it's going to be a close game. I'm calling probably 32-28. I mean, Whoa. this guy's got something. Ole Miss can do something. You know what Ole I mean? Miss, yeah, Ole Miss obviously has a good team. Alabama's trying to trying to find themselves. And this is what we talked about earlier in the year. Who is this team? All these teams are a little bit different. So this year's Alabama's team, who are they? They've shown us who they are up until now. Is this something where they can get the, the, the train back on the track and play hard and try to beat Ole Miss? I think they can, um, and something's just telling me that they will. I think Alabama's going to kind of take the take the, take the the uh, training wheels off, per se, and, and open this thing up. So looking for a big game there. What else is going on? We've got Florida, your favorite team, Florida, and your other favorite team, South Carolina. That'll probably be the game you do not watch. Okay. Um, but I'm going to call South Carolina that game. I'd like South Carolina to win that game, so I'm going to call that. We've got Georgia-Mississippi State, and I do want to say this about Mike Leach. I don't know if you saw last week when they got down, but, you know, he he folded up all the chairs on the sideline and wouldn't let his players sit. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that's a classic move right that's there. That's a classic, Coach Leach. So I'm going to, you know, I'm pulling for Mississippi State in that game, but I see him getting absolutely uh, murdered, like literal murdered by Georgia. Um, we've got Kentucky, Vanderbilt, nobody cares. Now, Missouri, Tennessee, I would like to spend a hair on that. Good breakfast game. Good breakfast game. It really is a good biscuit game for us. But, I mean, Trey, I'm going to say this about Missouri, okay? I'm going to always go back to they almost figured out a way to beat Georgia. I think that this is going to be a closer game than Tennessee fans want it to be. But I think for – 
their national championship run, if they can still get in, they have to beat the brakes off of everybody else they play. Wouldn't you agree? Well, like, I, mean, I don't yeah. think this could be a close game. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you got to win the game first, and and, and yeah, if you want to, yeah, if you want to kind of impress the voters out there and leave no doubt, yeah, you're going to break them up, and, and that's what Tennessee is going to do. Tennessee will blast Missouri. Let's just let everybody calm down about this thing. Tennessee is going to go up there and blast Missouri. They could beat Missouri by 30, 35 points. I will be playing Yahtzee by halftime of that game. <laughs> Yo, do you want to? Do you want to call a score? Because I'm going to call the score of like. I'm going 30, I'm going Tennessee 42, Missouri 32. 42-32 is what I'm going. Okay, well, that's a 10-point difference. I mean, it's going to, the final score is probably going to end up being 39-13 to um, because, once again, Tennessee, Tennessee's going to get back on track. Even in the loss last week, Tennessee did not look just totally out of it. They played a hard game, so Tennessee will win that game. What else we got, Winnie? We got to jump off here. I got to get back to work. Real quick, last one, we've all got to be Arkansas fans because we've got Arkansas LSU, and that is the only way is is LSU losing these last two games is the only way Bama gets in. So Arkansas LSU, Bama fans, you better be the biggest hog fans that I've ever seen because we need Arkansas to win that game. So Arkansas LSU has a lot of implications on the SEC West. Arkansas has not had as good a year, I think, as they thought. LSU's having a better year than I think they thought. Could those worlds collide on Saturday? Listen, I, I just saw LSU, and LSU just looks like they know what's going on. Can Arkansas have a big explosive performance? That's what they're going to have to have, and, and LSU's going to have to play down a little bit. So great game there, too, as well. Yeah, we've got to keep our eye on that one, Trey. And really, that's all that's going on. So the Auburn football Tigers. Hold on, the Auburn football Tigers oh are going to play A and M. They night. play A and M. And it's going to be a sellout. This is going to be a. I'm an Auburn fan, so I'm going to this game, even though we might, you know, the this is going to be a rallying game for the Auburn family. I'm going to be pulling for Auburn then because I hope Texas A&M loses all their games so they'll get rid of Jimbo Fisher. I, I think that team deserves better than Jimbo Fisher, so I'm going to be the biggest Auburn fan on Saturday that y'all have ever met. I hope they beat the crap out of them. <laughs> I hope they make them look stupid at Auburn. That's what I hope they do. So Auburn fans, War Eagle, that's all I've got to say about She's not talking about that broken foot anymore that you'll never go into Auburn. The city Trey, of Auburn it was my again. shoulder. If you were oh, yeah, a good shoulder. brother, you remember it was my shoulder. I haven't broke my foot yet, but it was my shoulder. I did break my shoulder in Auburn. But right now, I want Auburn to beat Texas A&M, so War Eagle. War Eagle, go Hogs, and go everybody but everybody that I don't want to win today. <laughs> all right. So all I love you. Guys, I love you, and roll tide. All right. Roll tide. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye.